welcome to Follow, a Latter-day Saint Scripture Poetry Podcast. My name is Mary Jane Rice. Thank you for joining me today. The reading this week is Luke chapters 12 through 17 and John chapter 11. The poem I'm sharing today was inspired by the parable of the lost coin as recorded in Luke chapter 15 verses 8 through 10. If you'd like to read along, you can find this poem on my website at maryjanerice.com. Let's begin. Silver Coin I only knew its worth when it was lost. Not just what it could buy to satisfy hunger and hearts, but what it cost me to get it. Cloth woven from scavenged scraps of time, embroidered with leftover ambition, sold to wealthy haggler who had no taste or appreciation. I searched, scrutinized, and swept every corner, every cupboard, but the cursed coin remained indifferent, no resistant to discovery. Till, hallelujah, beneath my candle, I caught it glinting snug behind table leg. Come, rejoice with me, for souls and bodies fed, for new threads on the loom, for all misplaced treasures waiting to be found. Let's think about the setting where Jesus teaches the parable of the lost coin. In this chapter, he isn't speaking directly to Pharisees, but to publicans and sinners. You might say it's kind of like a real-life version of the parable he told in the previous chapter when he dined in a Pharisee's home. That was the story about the man who held a feast and had to bring in people from the streets and lanes because his original guests wouldn't come. The Pharisees wouldn't believe Jesus or come to his feast, so Jesus opened his doors to everyone on the streets. I really relate to the woman in the parable worrying over her lost coin. It was very important to her, and I also obsess over lost things, big and small, Even sometimes when I lose track of my thoughts or I have a word at the tip of my tongue, it just nags at me. Note that she had 10 coins to begin with, but that didn't stop her from searching for the one that was lost. This makes obvious sense to me. Um, Even if I had a really large treasure, I wouldn't willingly lose a tenth of it without trying to get it back, especially if it took a lot of effort to earn in the first place and especially if I had plans for doing good things with it in the future. Um, When the woman found her coin, she told everyone and wanted them to rejoice with her. That is just like how when something good happens to me or when I finally solve a really persistent problem, I like to share it with others almost as much as I liked to complain about it in the first place. I could see myself posting on Facebook about this. In fact, I think I did post... Uh, a couple months ago about finding my AirPods two months after I lost them. Finding lost things feels really good and it feels good to share it with others. Now think about this from the perspective of the coin. A, A coin doesn't really have agency to act, but the coin represents people who are lost. And sometimes when we're looking for a lost thing, it can feel like it is purposely hiding from us, like a person might be. How do you feel when you are the thing that is lost? 
Do you try to hide or do you hope to be found? Maybe you feel both things at once. Sometimes I feel like I'd like to be alone, but I also feel a little sad when no one comes looking for me. How do you think Heavenly Father feels about us when we are lost from him? It's easy to make a surface judgment that one group of people is lost, the outsiders, and the other group of people is found, the insiders. But the truth is that everyone is lost in the sense that we all need to repent and exercise faith in Jesus Christ. Everyone feels like an outsider at least some of the time. Even people who look like they are always surrounded by friends and really popular often feel like they are the one person who doesn't quite fit into the group. I think that's why underdog stories or movies about outsiders who overcome great odds are really um, popular. They do well in the theater and on TV. We all feel like we are working against great odds without very much help. It's, and we identify with those stories. It's good to remember that others share that feeling of loneliness and that it isn't unique to any one of us. Understanding that can help us overcome our own loneliness and lostness because then we reach out to others, no matter who they are. We find them and we can find ourselves in the process. A short note about the punctuation in poetry. I have heard people say sometimes that they are uncomfortable with poetry and have a hard time understanding it because so much of it kind of flouts conventions of form or punctuation or or even spelling. It is true that a lot of modern poetry experiments with new ways of saying old things. My personal preference as a poet is to try to use very clear punctuation in conjunction with line breaks, though sometimes I do write more vague sounding poems and just things that fit whatever the subject is and how I'd like to express it. But most of the time I try to be clear because I want to be understood. That's why I write. I want my writing to be understood. And I also want to help readers make up their own minds about what my poems mean. If you can't understand the poem in a conventional sense, then you can't exercise your own creativity and interpretation. At least that's what I think. Um, So by providing recognizable boundaries, it actually helps readers discover new meaning that even I wouldn't have seen myself as the writer. Uh, So if you choose to read more poetry on a regular basis and you slowly branch out, you might find that your ability to enjoy more obscure styles grows as well. But in the meantime, I'm might say I'm trying to appeal to beginners as well as seasoned readers with my writing. Now I'll read the poem for you again. Silver Coin I only knew its worth when it was lost, not just what it could buy to satisfy hunger and hearts, but what it cost me to get it. Cloth woven from scavenged scraps of time, embroidered with leftover ambition, sold to wealthy haggler who had no taste or appreciation. I searched, scrutinized, and swept every corner, every cupboard, but the cursed coin remained indifferent, no resistant to discovery. Till hallelujah, beneath my candle, I caught it glinting snug behind table leg. Come rejoice with me, for souls and bodies fed, for new threads on the loom, for all misplaced treasures waiting to be found.
That's all for today. You can find more of my poetry at facebook.com slash Latter-day Saint Poetry or visit maryjanerice.com. That's M-E-R-R-I-J-A-N-E rice.com. My contact information is in the show notes. Thank you for listening. May your time spent in the scriptures this week be rewarding.